Hey friends, it's Mark James, and it's Monday, 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 ba-da, ba-da-da. Yep, it's Monday. Um, today's been a funny old day. I slept so well. I fell asleep on the couch last night, and then I woke up at 5am. There's one of them. I woke up, and I, it wasn't light outside, but I also knew the blinds were closed properly, which usually we have the blinds open a little bit, but they're tilted upwards so that nobody can see in, but you can see out. It's quite a nice little tip, that, so you get a bit of natural light, but you still feel private. Tilt your blinds so that they kind of point upwards instead of what you'd usually expect. Anyway... So they were like that, but I woke up and I was thinking, oh, it still seems dark. Please don't be like seven or eight o'clock in the morning. Please, please, please. I looked at my phone. It was five. I'd fallen asleep on the couch. So I went upstairs and I went to bed and then I didn't wake up again until after 10 and I was pretty happy. So I got out of bed and uh, my friend John called and I was buying some books from John called Card College. There are There's five of them and they're a set of books that teach kind of fundamentals in card magic. Now, of course, as you'd expect after 15 years as a professional magician, <laughs> I'm reasonably adept at card magic, but I wanted to go back to my roots to really brush up on some original technique and kind of take care of my foundations and then progress forwards with that. So I thought I'd get these books and I should own them already. But anyway, my friend John had them and he was willing to sell them to me for a good deal. He would bought them from someone and never opened them. So they were still wrapped in the original packaging that the person he'd bought them from had wrapped them up in. Unbelievable. Months ago, they just sat in his house unopened. So I went and met him in Southport. Now, careful, wankers, before we get stressed about social distance. What was funny was we both parked in this car park, almost like a well-known dogging spot. <laughs> and um, it's funny, my mate Andy once, I went round to his house and his mum said, uh, me and your dad are going dogging later. And I nearly spat my tea all over the living room wall. And it turns out she had misunderstood and thought that dogging meant taking the dog for a walk with another couple who also owned a dog. <laughs> so she said, we're going dogging. And Andy looked at me and went, don't. And straight away I laughed. And he knew she'd obviously got the, the what's it called? The interpretation of it the wrong way around, the definition. So that made me laugh. But anyway, so we pulled up at this thing. And his driver's side door was next to my passenger side door. And he opened his driver's side window and I opened my passenger window. And I PayPal'd him and he sort of lobbed the package through the window and it landed on my driver's, uh, my passenger side seat. It was kind of like a drug deal, like we were buying illicit magic books in a dogging spot. <laughs> and I, uh, he said, well, that'll be the quarantine taken care of, considering I haven't unwrapped them in about seven months. So I got them home and I unwrapped them and uh, they're in lovely condition and I've started having a bit of a look through already. So that all worked out nicely. I'm really getting into sort of, you know, back to basics. Well, not back to basics, but I'm really getting into learning really difficult card stuff. It's nice to have some reference books that essentially cover nearly everything. And I bought that nice close up pad and all of that. So I've been working hard on it and that's good. And those efforts, I was surprised to find out today, are being somewhat recognised in that I woke up this morning to a lot of messages. And in those messages, I was informed that I'd been nominated as Lecturer of the Year for Penguin Magic, which completely blew me away. I mean, I love Penguin. They might, you know, arguably be the biggest magic company in the world. 
And they, of course, have loads of lecturers and products and things like that. And somehow I made the shortlist of five people for lecturer of the year. My lecture was filmed and released within this year. I watched the little video they put out. There was a slight mistake in it in that they said I filmed at the end of last year and it was released this year. But that isn't the case, actually. It was filmed in Nova Air, filmed in February and then released in... Uh, when did it come out? Did it come out in June? I think it came out in June, but it was certainly filmed in February. So, yeah, I mean, lecturer of the year. Gosh, some amazing names on there as well. I mean, they're all great magicians on the list. One of uh, which I really like a lot, Mario. His just came out and he's great. And I'm a big fan of his and he's, you know, become a pal. His came out most recently of everyone on the list. So that's exciting. He was thrilled too. But, um, you know, I'd love to win it, of course. Who wouldn't? That would be amazing. But just to be on the list is great. You know, I'm really thrilled. It's such a nice thing. Because that lecture... I didn't just turn up and do stuff that I'd thought of for the sake of lecturing. I knew about five months before I went and did it that I was just going to go and do my real act. And so I worked really hard and I did my real act. And I did a week at uh, Chicago Magic Lounge and stuff and worked hard on the show and just really, really did as many performances as I could. And then I turned up on the night and I did a 55 minute long show in two halves with like a little break in the middle. And I just put all of my proper working material on it. And then I explained it. And the whole thing was like four and a half hours. I didn't leave anything on the table. I said every single thing I could think to say to try and give people the best chance to learn it and understand the thought process behind it and everything. You know, people say that thing all the time, don't they? They say, I put my heart and soul into it. And that really is what happened. I did. I put my absolute everything into it. And I'm as proud of that as anything I've ever done in magic. I think that lecture was, you know, the is the best example of my work. It's a better example of my work than the reality. <laughs> that was like, that was me performing above myself a little bit. You know, I, I because I'm not ashamed when I watch it. And I'm ashamed of so many things when I watch them. And I think, oh, I could have done that better. I could have done this better. But that lecture, I feel like if you didn't like that, then you're never going to like me because that's as good as I can do. <laughs> I don't get any better than that. I was really proud of it. So, you know, winning aside, whether I win or not, which would be amazing, obviously. But even if I didn't, and, you know, I assume that I won't because there's really good people on the list, just being nominated is amazing. And I'm so unbelievably thrilled by it. So that's been a great thing today. Yeah, I was thinking last night about conversation that I had in this about the antidote and it got me thinking about supervillains and their deaths. I was talking to my friend Taylor and we talked about it. And, you know, that thing of like, I watched this Batman episode, old Batman, Adam West Batman, 60s TV Batman. Um, and there's this one great episode where the Joker puts Batman and Robin inside of a giant sand timer and the sand is slowly ticking down. And then he goes, anyway, I'm just going to leave the room while you die. And Batman, of course, escapes with Robin. And you think you wouldn't go to that effort to create an elaborate, painful, nightmarish death for someone and then not watch it. 
You know, like when you make something for someone, when you make a meal for someone that's amazing, you want to see them eat it, don't you? And go, oh, that was really good. Or when, you know, you get someone a gift, you want to see their joy around it or anything. Like part of the thing of making an effort for somebody is hoping that they'll be thrilled. And then you want to, you want to catch that you, that they were, you know, I don't know. So I don't think you'd go to all that effort to create an elaborate death for somebody and then leave the room. But supervillains are great at a lot of things and sticking around and watching the hero die is not one of them. <laughs> I don't get it. I do not get why they do that. Got to dig in. Got to let them die. Anyway, the wait today, 1913. It's going, the, it's going the wrong way, isn't it? That's because I had a second bad day. And I'll tell you, today has been no better. I didn't walk, but today's meant to be a food day. But I didn't walk and uh, I did loads of jobs because obviously I went and met John, got those books. Then I went to Hobbycraft and got jars for Sarah so she could package up some homemade chili jam and some other stuff. Then I came home and I uh, read some books, did a little bit of work. Played Call of Duty and now it's night time and I'm in the house and I'm relaxing. So tomorrow the real work starts. Tomorrow is one week until the Magic Circle lecture. So I'm going to absolutely pummel it. The next day I'm going to eat, I think, is going to be um, Christmas Day. I'm going to do a three-day fast again. Eat Christmas Day, but I'll colonic Christmas morning or maybe Christmas Eve night. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about Saint Nick coming down the chimney. It's Saint shit spewing out of my ass that I'm going to be worried about. So yeah, I'll be um I'll be doing that Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day I'll of course eat because it's Christmas Day and then I'll be good again until the lecture. So I'm going to really like try and do as good as I can. It's going to be a big day that I'm really excited. Lecturing for the bloody magic circle. What a month. God. Anyway, that'll be today's podcast, won't it? Tomorrow, I'll talk to you about the early days of MTV, I think. <laughs> Thank you, by the way, to uh, those of you who sent me messages just saying it was all right. You know, and I, I said, if it wasn't shit, just send me a message going, it's all right, don't worry about it. Thank you. I've got a shout out, actually. I've shouted out a lot of people who message me regularly. And one friend that I have that um, he knows already, he's listening to this now before he goes on his walk and he knows I'm about to mention his name and he's not sure you're not sure are you you don't know if I'm gonna say you or not and you think I might be about to say you but you're not entirely certain and if I do say you I mean who knows how it'll make you feel but my friend I've known him for many many years his name is Nemed what a name by the way Nemed Phoenix I first met Nemed when I was working in a magic shop in Blackpool and he used to come in and I've known him over the years and he's a good guy and he's a good magician and um, he's been on similar, you know, self-development and self-improvement swings and roundabouts and gained weight and lost weight and had all sorts of different things going on. Same as me. So, you know, I totally were, you know. We're singing from the same hymn book, but he's a fucking good guy. So shout out to Nemed, who messaged me today as well, saying, quit this bollocks where you think your podcast's no good. It's great. So dig in. So thanks, mate. You're all right as well. Anyway, that's today's pod. Did it, didn't I? <laughs> Bye, friends. <laughs>